Hello, class. Today we're going to be investigating the Library of Alexandria and its impact on modern society through myth and mythos. Uh, if you'll turn your books to page 42, you will find a long, lengthy block of text about this particular thing. I'm going to read the text and I expect you to read along. Now, on the next page you will find... Um, a separate account of two individuals who um, appear to be of the same gender uh, depicted in modern art who um, may not have known each other who were um, photo painted together in this modern after uh, this past context um uh, is everyone with me or does everyone have any, have any questions so, so, so how, how would you describe those two people uh, I'd probably describe them as queer and pleasant strangers. Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Iris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers, that podcast where two trans queer women talk about their weeks and do a bunch of silly voices and jokes because that's what we do. How are you doing this week, Jane? I'm okay. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm having a pretty chill day today. It's been, nice. it's been a sort of like tracksuit bottoms and a dressing gown kind of day today. Ugh. <sighs> I am. Um, I'm doing a heckin' envy. I know. I it's... got to about eleven o'clock and just went. Oh, why am I wearing a bra? It's too <laughs> hot in there. It, it is one of the perks of getting to work from home. Is that like, apart from that one day I commute, I can basically just wear what I want, and it's quite nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm well gel, as they say. Tee hee hee. So, where do we want to start this week? That is a good question. Um. I think my plate section is probably the largest. Should we should we get that out of the way first, then? Let's knock that out in hopefully less than 40 minutes this time. <laughs> Jane, what have you been playing this week? Well, I'm sad to say that this will be almost certainly the final Dragon Quest Builders <gasps> update, as well, I have finished it. It'll be well, from the final, my part, anyway. It'll be the final one from you. I'll probably chime in. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, I, I merely, I can only speak for myself. Um, but for myself, I think um, I'm largely done with that now. I played through the campaign. There is still Terra Incognita, but I sort of looked at it and went, eh. is Is it just not giving you, like, the full suite of creative tools you'd hoped for? Um, It is, but again, it's changed changed the recipes. So, like, uh. um, I'm told that I'm going off into this world with less uh sort of less overarching quest um less need to sort of build up a town but at the same time i still need to go and get equipment to build the things i want to build mm. creatively um and once again the 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 in this case the colossal closet rather than the colossal co coffer mm. is the the recipe is completely different from previous ones so i've i've I think I've probably played about four hours of, of the new uh, of Terra Incognita, and I still don't have the things to to make that. The the um, Im the impression I keep getting from the way you talk about it is that like the biggest problem this game seems to have, and it's definitely something I experienced between chapters one and two, is an unwillingness to like work off of what they already did and worked mm, well. That they're just yeah. like, nope, throw it all out, new thing. I mean, I get that this is completely separate from the campaign, and maybe if I hadn't just gone through that sort of four times already, mm. that I would be more accepting. So maybe I will need a break before I come back to that. But for now, yeah. I think I'm I'm pretty much done with Dragon Quest Builders. How, how do you feel? Fun. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> it, it was fun. I, I I enjoyed playing through the campaign. Particularly enjoyed the the, the last worlds. I got to make everything nice and green and shiny <laughs> from its sort of moon rock and and desolation look. And the 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 final boss was quite interesting. I'm a little bit tempted to go back in and see what the other alternative is uh, fighting the final boss. Because yeah. as you will remember from the the sort of intro, the uh, the opening, they talk about how the the hero, who is the hero from Dragon Quest One, yes. was made an offer by the Dragon Lord to you can either rule the world half have half of the world to rule with me, and or you can you know keep this fight up and I will 
kick your ass. Mm. And the 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 lore of this game is that the the uh, the hero decided to basically sell everyone out for <laughs> half the world. And you do actually get to fight the quote unquote the hero uh, during that last chapter. You are you are then during that that final fight with the the dragon lord given that same option. Oh, Obviously, yeah. I was like, "Hell no!" But um, part yeah. part of me just thinks, "Well, I wonder what it would be like to I, I'd be to be very, given half the world and see how that goes." I would be very curious to hear how that goes. Um, so yeah, I, I'm glad that you've like enjoyed it like right through to the end, even if you've not stuck through with the Terror Incognita. I feel good about us picking this game up. I feel like we've got mm. a decent amount of like play out of this. Definitely. So yay! Definitely. That that was. Dragon Quest Builders. I'm glad. What about you? Got any other played? Uh, yeah, so I need to find the name of it. What is that Ooh. shooting, top-down shooter game we uh, played this week? Sterid- uh, Steridin? Steridin. Uh, S-T-E-R-E-D-E-N-N. That's the one. Yeah. So this is like a sort of top-down spaceship shooter kind of game, and from what for the little bit of it we played it seems like it's procedurally generated in that like we were getting different power ups and lay- layouts of enemies yeah. and yeah it was just a very sort of like fast paced avoid the bullet hell patterns shoot the ships keep going kind of game uh mm. they they did some nice stuff with you being able to pick upgrades between levels um I found it a lot easier to play when there were upgrades, uh, weapon upgrades available that were things like drop a turret here that will automatically shoot for a bit mm. because it meant that I could just kind of focus on dodging and not having to get into position to shoot. Yeah. It, it was a good looking game. Like it, it yeah, looked it's like very a, pretty. It was a good polished looking one of these. Um, yeah. It's worth warning that like when we were playing, one playthrough just kind of like crashed for no reason. Yeah, I'm pretty that, sure. That, wasn't it to this the... date, is still the best playthrough I'd had. I got to the end of the yeah. first boss fight, and it just went no. And wasn't that your first playthrough of the game? It was. Um, yeah. I've, I've, um, I've not been able to play that well since. It's almost like the game went. You're doing too well. Fuck you. <laughs> I will rewrite myself to be considerably harder. Well, hopefully, um, like. Uh, are you play? Have you been playing more of it since? Uh, since we did. Yeah, I've, I've, I've back into it a couple of times I've not managed to get much past the first boss and sometimes not even through the first boss maybe something to do with the power-ups I've been getting um, but it, it's 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 still very nice to look at yeah um, it doesn't feel particularly unfair or anything it's it's a well-made no. game it, it's fair I'm a, but I've never been that terribly good at that sort of games like R-Type, I love R-Type, it's beautiful, but at the same time, not very good at it. Yeah, I with those kind of games, I have to resign myself to the fact I won't get past level 2 or 3 at best, and mm. I'm like, yeah, that, that's okay, I can, I'm can. i okay with that. Mm. But the pixel art sort of reminds me of uh, FTL, which is very pleasant. Mm. Uh, music's okay, the graphics, uh, the graphics with regards to sort of the actual the bullets and lighting effects... Very pretty. Yeah, I was going to mention the music. It's all very, like, hard rock music, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, surprisingly not electronic music for a game like that. It, Yeah, it. I couldn't it's place what music guitars. I was expecting at first, but I was like, this is a lot of guitars and drums and not what I... It just felt... It was good, but it just felt out of place because mm. of genre conventions. Yeah, I would have expected something sort of more hard dancey, but it's very much more like... <laughs> Like you probably want to headbang along to it and 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 yeah. kill stuff, so it's good. It's it's good for getting the the blood pumping. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What else have you been playing this week? I played through uh, Cat Quest. Mm. I finally played through Cat Quest. It was about sort of five or six hours. <clears throat> um, very cute. Uh, I as I, I think I mentioned before, I saw it at uh, previously. Um, uh, MCM London, and I mm. saw it recently at the PC Gamer Weekender, and finally gave in and got it. It's a nice little game, quite fun. Um, the 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 cat puns everywhere are, are awesome. Like <laughs> you have, we mentioned before the the Lion King. Um, oh, sorry, uh, King. 
uh, Leonardo, I think it was something the, like that. The king who was a lion who was the, king, the lion uh, king. He was the lion king. Um, and he rules over the Catpidal city. <laughs> and uh, I, I loved all that stuff. It was quite nice going around collecting all the, the different gear. I liked the way the gear levelled up. So there was only sort of uh, maybe sort of 20 or 30 different types of armour or weapon. But the when you collected another version of the same one, it would level up that Ooh. piece of armour or weapon. So you didn't necessarily have to keep swapping things over. Mm. Um, you would just find that, that that would sort of level up. And then obviously on top of your own character level ups, you have that. Um, you, it... it, it it is a mobile game. It has been a mobile game. I yeah. believe it was released around the same time on PC and mobile. Um, we both sat there while I was playing it, sort of questioning how exactly the mobile model ran on that. I'm not sure if that was... Um, well, I don't think we came to a consensus, but your best guess was that it was for these keys to open gold chests. Yeah. might have been a microtransaction or something. Yeah, that felt like maybe... like. It'd be a, a thing where they sort of suck you in one way and then they it's like, well, if you want to open the gold chest, you're going to have to buy a key. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that is actually the case. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun. Um, maybe not worth the tenner. Um, I see on Android it is currently £4.79. Wow. I, I think there's something nice to being able to have a controller and buttons for that kind of game, but like... Yeah, that is yeah, maybe. that is some price dispar- uh, disparity. I think, I think it very much depends on on how it's played. Uh, according to this, there are no mi- microtransactions. So okay, there you go. It's just a, a flat out game for four seventy nine. Yeah, rather that- than a free to play that that it could very easily have. There are bits in there that could very easily have been made yeah. sort of uh, microtransactions or uh, sort of a, a freemium model. Well, that's good. It's it's kind of good to know that that's not the yeah. case because I I am all for like mobile games actually charging like what they yeah. think they're worth and that's a good model. Go go Cat Quest. Yeah, yeah excellent. Well done <laughs> then. That was fun. Um, what else have you played? Uh, we both played a thing together, which is we played the demo for Kirby Star Allies on the Switch. That was fun. So yeah, it was it was fun. Um, it's. It seemed fairly easy, this demo. Mm. Like, it was very slow-paced and nothing particularly challenging. It was just sort of walk through the level, do the thing, keep walking a little bit. Mm. Um, There was a very cute mechanic where you can throw hearts at enemies to have them join your little entourage, which was quite cute. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it generally seems to be very Kirby. It's suck up an enemy, take on their power. Uh, The co-op players can be one of the sort of powered enemies, so they have a powered ability. You can combine abilities, I think. Like, at one point, we combined yeah. fire and a sword to set off mm-hmm. a bomb. So, like, yeah. there's there's some nice little mechanical uh, changes to previous games. Yeah. I think the big thing that stood out to me was just, that game looks gorgeous. It does look absolutely oh, beautiful. It looks so gorgeous. <laughs> Definitely. I yeah. Would, I would like to see more of that. I, I guess uh, one question I have for you, having played that demo, because when we played, I was Kirby and you were the second player. Mm-hmm. How did you feel being second player? Because playing as Kirby, I felt like m- maybe the second player was maybe being a bit limited in what they could do comparatively. Um, I think generally, I don't know if it was just the fact that I was quite tired that day. I was struggling a bit to keep up with the amount of action around which characters. Yeah. Uh, which partly because outside of Kirby, not every, everyone else is distinct enough. Yeah. So you can get very easily get caught up in in that sort of little s- squad. It, it the would... other thing is, if Kirby goes too far forward, mm. you are just teleported to Kirby. So it doesn't yes. matter if you've spotted something, unless you are vocalising that, which I'm not terribly <laughs> good at. There's there's none of that thing that some games do where like the screen zooms out to keep everyone yeah. on screen if people want to split up a little bit like that or the thing where you get stuck on either side of the screen if, yeah. if you're pulling against each other but both of those i think would have been useful options and i think also like oh. color coding the non kirby characters would have helped yeah um so like, there's a couple of couple of issues with it but like oh. it looks cute as hell <clears throat> and um Definitely. i didn't i've not booted it up yet but um 
I I have I have code for that game, so Ooh. I'm gonna have to give that a look because yeah. I I feel like it's gonna be my go-to game for a little while. For like, mm. do I just want something light-hearted? I don't have to think about while I listen to a podcast. Yeah. That's probably what Kirby Star Allies is gonna be. It made me want a port of Yoshi's Woolly World to Switch because uh, I never got to play that. So Yoshi's Woolly World isn't getting a port, but there is a a yarn-based Yoshi game coming to Switch. Um, I think the gimmick this time is that the backgrounds are all made of like uh, crayon coloured in cardboard, and you can okay. flip the world to like look at the front or back of the cardboard. Are they doing a Toy-Con to go with that? Uh, <laughs> not that they've announced, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but yeah. Th- I, I'm a big fan of those sort of just like calm, gentle, very nice looking Nintendo games. Yeah. So yeah, what else have you yes. been playing? Ooh, uh, I played uh, Little Triangle for a little Ooh. bit. Did a couple of levels of that. I, you are a small action triangle hopping around trying to rescue your friends from weird tanks. <laughs> uh, making it through various sort of platformy levels. Avoiding shooty bang bang enemies and getting to your spaceship. I think at the end of the level and flying off. Yeah, there's lots of uh, secret areas to be found. Sort of, it's well worth walking into pretty much any upright wall mm-hmm. where there is a, a large amount of sort of brick wall around that area, so that you because you'll usually find something hidden there. Be it a, a friend or a pit of previous characters that are all dead in a oh, pile. Oh god, I remember you taking that <laughs> screenshot. It was quite grim. Yeah, that was um, all, all clearly sort of past lives of the the main character mm. in what had a, at one point clearly been a big spiky pit or a, a pit of uh, like acid or something. Yeah, but they were and like just this. The pile of yeah. dead bodies that you could stand on to get all these uh, pickups from from that area. Yeah, quite dark. It, it was pretty dark, but like I, I played a little bit of that game as well, and it's 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 it controls quite nicely. Like mm-hmm. it's it's certainly not a bad little two uh, D platformer. Yeah, I don't think it's like gonna blow the world away or anything, but no. it's it's pleasant enough if you're just looking for like a bit of a go through a story. Mm do some platforming it's pretty all right yeah there's a lot going on in the backgrounds lots of i don't know sort of because i've only played it a few levels i don't know how that will go be be going forward but it it does feel like there's been quite a lot of detail put in into backgrounds and things Mm. a lot of variety in there and there's sort of lots of graffiti on on the walls that it feels like they put a lot of care and detail into this yeah it's it is a more sort of like polished and like shiny experience than i expected it to be mm. like i made a judgment going in where i thought like okay small little indie <laughs> game but like no it clearly looks like a lot of mm. time and effort and love went into making this like it's it's clearly someone's passion project yeah i'd, I'd be curious to know like sort of going forward how much of those assets sort of repeat throughout the game yeah because not that i would judge it for that but obviously having only seen it all once in those first few levels, sort of how often is that going to reoccur? Or mm. if it is genuinely like all of the levels are like this. Yeah, both of us are still pretty early in that game. So yeah. if we play more of it, we'll report back. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you played anything else? Uh, I played one other thing that I've got on my list. Mm-hmm. And this is like my big thing of the week. Mm-hmm. I played a game called Celeste that I absolutely oh, yes. love. Um so Celeste is a very difficult 2D platformer. Um, think of your sort of like Super Meat Boy uh, mm-hmm. sort of difficulty range. And the whole idea is that you have a jump, a dash, and you can hold onto walls for a certain amount of time. And that is your mm. three things you can do. And then it just gives you lots of big challenges to get through. Um in terms of just being like a difficult platformer game, it's very well made. Uh, they do a great job of like hiding secrets away and adding in optional difficulty for if you just like want to give yourself more of a challenge. There's post-game content, which I'm still unraveling, which has been quite good. But mm. I think the big thing that stood out to me was the themes of the game and how it dealt with player death. So mm. like... I'll split this up into two things. One of them is, while this is a really difficult game in your sort of like Super Meat Boy, Cuphead, Dark Souls-y type way, 
the game's mentality around that is completely different. It oh. reminds you routinely, like, hey, it's okay to die, don't stress about your death count, because, like, every time you die and you retry, that's you getting better, you're improving, be proud of that, keep going. Oh. Uh, some of the narrative stuff plays into that, where, like, there are points in the narrative where you are reminded, like, hey, just deep breaths in and out, don't get, you know, don't get too anxious, um... It reminds you, like, hey, a lot of the mistakes you're making are probably because of fatigue. Maybe, like, step away, come back to it, you'll do better. Mm. It's just a really positive game that, like... A lot of these games, I reach a point where I get frustrated and I don't want to keep going. Yeah. And this did a really good job of going, no, it's okay. <clears throat> I can I can take a minute and come back and try again. Mm. Um, another thing that plays into that that's really nice is... The uh, the options for customizing accessibility for the game, yeah. um, you can turn those on and off at any time, and you can turn them just like on for a puzzle and turn them back off again. There's options like, uh, do you need unlimited stamina for a minute so that you can just hold on in place and think this through and not have to rush? Do you want an extra jump? Do you want to slow down the game speed? All things that just allow you to like kind of tweak it to be like, okay, you're strong. You you've hit a roadblock. You can't progress. If you really think you can't can't progress, here are tools you can tweak it. What's going to work for you? Mm. And it's like there is no shame in the way the game pre presents that. It's just like, hey, these tools are here for you to use. If you're not having fun, tweak the things a bit so that you have more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What I've been using that a lot for is. When I've been hunting back through levels for secrets I missed, I will I turn on strawberries. yeah. I will turn on invincibility and unlimited dashing and just kind of dash around the levels through rooms I've been through to have a look and be like, oh, there's something I missed. And once I spot something like I haven't gone and done, I'll turn oh. all of the accessibility options off again and go try that challenge. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it just kind <sighs> of made it quicker to to jump back in and find content I either wanted to try again or I wanted to yeah. look at more closely. Hmm. Uh, the other thing I want to say about this game that I think is really special is it talks in really healthy ways about anxiety. Mm. Um, in terms of, like, the way this game is structured, it basically takes the protagonist, this woman who's basically decided to climb a mountain just to prove that she can... Because she's like, no, I need to do something to be like, yeah, I did a thing. Mm. Uh, and as she's climbing this mountain, she ends up coming to face with basically the manifestation of her own anxiety. And it tells a really positive story about like, hey, anxiety is ultimately like helpful in some ways. It like oh. it's it's what probably pushed her to go climb this mountain is the thought of like. I should do a thing, I should make something of myself, it can be a good driving force. Yeah. You can't ignore it entirely, but you can't let it rule you either. Yeah. And it's finding that happy medium of, like, where does a healthy amount of anxiety live in your life? Hmm. And I really appreciated how that story was told. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, Celeste is, like, this. my big recommendation right now. Like, the week that we're recording this... I'm going to write so many articles about Celeste. Well, I, I enjoyed the first one. Tee hee hee. Yes. What, what was the first one called so I can mention it to people? Um, How Celeste Nurtures Player Skill on kotaku.co.uk. I'm, I'm very proud of that Check one, so go give that a read. That's a good one. I enjoyed it. Hey, uh, what about you? I think you've still got a couple of games left, haven't you? Um, we're gonna go. For, I think I'll go with one more, and anything else I will save for another episode. Okay. Um... um I played through, in, in an hour or so, uh, a normal lost phone. Ah, yes. How, how did you that find that? Game. Um, I, I feel like... Mm. How, when did that game come out? Uh, it only just came out on the Switch, but it came out like a year or two ago in other places. I think I know what you're going to get at, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, how about we say, for certain minority groups... It's going to be fairly obvious what the trope being examined is. Yep. And if you work out what the trope being examined in in this game is, you will very quickly get to the solution, I think, quicker than the developers expect you to. 
well, I, I'm not sure how the de- how long the developers expected you to spend on that, but um, like I say, I got through it in about an hour or so. My biggest struggles with that were the um, passwords on the phone. Yeah. Uh, because uh, they mentioned that dates are important, and being from the UK, I'm trying to enter them day month rather than month day. Yeah. And the game is not having any of that. So. I I had that same issue. Like I I first played this game at a convention like two years ago. Uh, I picked up on what the thing was very quickly. Hmm. Um, and that was my biggest stumbling block. Was like, how I I know that this date is this password, but how do I make it work? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, it's interesting looking back on it because the developers, like, made a point of mentioning at that convention, like, yeah, you got through it a lot quicker than anyone else did. And I'm like, hmm, I, I th- <laughs> maybe, I wonder why. Ma- maybe I have some experience that would give me a hint and an inkling as to what tropes you're going for. Mm. I think it's well written. Um, um yeah, yeah, I, 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 I suppose I haven't really thought about it from, uh. A uh, an unrelated standpoint, so <laughs> I don't know how how difficult somebody who is is not in that position mm. would would find it. But uh, sort of as soon as as soon as I twigged, and and I had been, I I did remember that it'd been mentioned somewhere else before, on yeah. possibly on another podcast. And I, I did just sort of start going. I I've got to a point where I can now skim read this because yeah. You know what Been there. you know <laughs> the point, you know what keywords you're looking for, yeah. etc. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, what what I will say is I think that they did a good job of capturing like the tone of what like they made mm. this feel relatively like a real phone that like was kind of lived. Yeah. Yeah. In- including working out what the Wi Fi password is and, and <laughs> getting connected to all that stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought it was quite nicely written. Bits of it were very sweet. Um there is lots to read and lots of little sort of fluff, I suppose. Yeah, it isn't necessarily to the, isn't necessarily to the plot, but it's, it's sort of quite nice to read sort of some of the interactions, um, some of the uh, sort of friends' reactions, and yeah. sort of the difference between IRL friends and uh, internet friends that you make. Uh, when you when you are part of minority, mm. they they flesh um, the world yeah. out quite nicely. Those things, yes. I think, and also Definitely. like they're useful because they hide the secrets you're looking for. Like there wouldn't yeah, be yeah. much of a game without all that extra text. I suppose not. But the, and also the the music is quite good. Um, mm. It was quite nice playing it on Switch because you have the option of just turning the Switch sideways and playing it in handheld mode. Yeah. Although you do start to realise after a while just how heavy a Switch is. Yeah. It's one-handed. You don't realise until that's the case. Like, mm. I can imagine playing this like with the Switch like on my lap in in that mode and just like mm. sort of tapping as if it's like a tablet or something to take some of the weight. Yeah. But yeah, Switches are kind of heavy. Yeah. Need to, need to need to make them hefty wrist gains. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's one I've played. Hurrah! Uh, I think that's everything we've played this week. Right then. Cue music. Uh, smoke alarm, dude. Smoke what? alarm, what? What? dude. What? Dude. Can, can, no, can, no, can... no, 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 no. It's not not anything. It's me. It's just me. How? how you, no. Are you are you are awake? You? you awake? Smoke alarm. Who are you? I know. Oh, you don't make noise. What? 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 Oh, what, what, what? oh me. Uh, I'm the carbon monoxide alarm, and uh, yeah, there's a good reason you've never heard of me. I uh, hmm? never really get a chance to do anything around these parts these days. I'm um, I'm here just in case, and that basically means I never get any use. It's not making toast. No, it's, it's, making it's toast. not toast. It's not toast. Look, this this is what I've got to talk to you about. Is you got you got to calm down, mate, because because look, I I get that you smokes your whole deal, and as soon as someone puts some bacon in and it gets a bit crispy, you bacon. Yeah, no, no, not now, but like and you start shouting about it. I I get it. I get it. But bacon. it's really it's really depressing for me because like, I just got to sit here, like. I'm. I never get used. Like, could you just like? I don't know. How, is there a bacon equivalent for a carbon monoxide alarm? Only carbon monoxide, I think. 
Uh, we we hit to, to save the family. We save the family. Uh, Protect the family um, at all cost. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I will. But what I don't need is you shouting every two minutes. Toast. Oh, someone puts. That's exactly it. Someone puts some toast. I don't need you shouting about toast every two minutes because it just it makes me feel obsolete. All right. We protect the family. We do. Mm. We do. Mm. Okay. Mm. Oh, fine. Mm. Do your thing. I'm going to go back to sleep until I smell carbon monoxide. Bacon, 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 toast. Bacon, toast. How long have we been down here? I don't know, weeks, days, hours, years. I, I, oh, all time loses sense in this darkness. Um, so dark. How, I don't even remember how we got here anymore. I, I, I'm glad I'm not here alone. Um, I've, I've been finding some, some... That's not my eye. Yeah, I, I've been finding some, some things while I'm down here. I, I don't know if they give us any hint where we are, but I found a giant piece of metal in a in a mm-hmm. in a circle uh yes. i i found some 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 giant what appears to be huge globs of of, of chewing gum have, have you found anything oh uh well sort of very large bits of grit that seem everywhere that smell faintly of of salt and vinegar or, or cheese and onion some kind of crisp flavor oh yes. oh goodness and 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 oh there's just a giant spring Going jutting out the side of this wall. Oh. Uh, should, do, do we try and climb the spring? Oh. Um, maybe, but like, I I worry that we're just going to get jabbed into it. Like, what have we even worked out where so we dangerous. are? I have no idea. The, the walls seem to be quite, quite sort of soft. That uh, strangely velvety. Or yeah. Oh, do you fabric? see? Do you see that? Do you see that? Um, do you see that that loose thread? I think we can maybe climb it to safety. Yes, yes, okay, okay, uh, yes, uh, off we go, oh, oh, god, oh, oh, god, I remember now, I think we, I think we just went a bit too far down the side of the sofa, yeah, I think, oh, god, the pizza guy's still waiting outside, (gasps) so, what have you watched? Uh, we watched, uh, I've watched a couple of things, we watched a couple of things, mm-hmm. so, um, this week we both watched the first episode of Gotham again, mm. which both of us have, like, started watching this show before and didn't get up to date, so we just kind of went and watched the first one back, and I really like the, that opening episode of Gotham. Yeah, like, I, I, I enjoyed the first series of Gotham, I watched it all the way through, and then didn't have access to watch anything after that, so mm. now realising that it's on Netflix, I will probably try and sit down and watch yeah. more of that. So, for anyone who's unaware, like, the basic premise is, hey, this is this is the place where Batman takes place, but before Batman has grown up and become Batman... He's uh, still Diddy Batman at yeah, the moment. Yeah, he's just a little Diddy Batman. Um... So yeah, it's mainly following like pol- police procedurals with a lot of the enemies are like okay, that's that enemy from Batman, um, which <laughs> not yet Commissioner yeah, Gordon. Which in it in its own context, I very much enjoy. There is mm. the context that if you're someone that enjoys a lot of Batman media, like there there might be a little bit of a quibble with this in that. Batman stories often question whether Batman's presence is part of what's causing these supervillains to turn up in that basically yeah. like he's posed them a challenge and they've gone ah oh, fuck yes sure let's let's let bring it on mm. and like maybe he, it'd be better if he wasn't around but yeah. this very much goes no all of those the rogues gallery were bad already to some degree they were yeah. all getting there they, like um yeah. the, the first season i don't know how much of the first season you've watched but obviously it very much centers around penguin mm. and and sort of how he becomes who he is obviously he's he's got some issues right from the very beginning 
Um, and then obviously you've got the 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 crime lord, the the, the mafia groups mm. uh, in Gotham that were already there, but none of these sort of super villains. I I think but, a lot of them were already showing like the things that would become their super villain traits, but yes. they just hadn't had that like sort of like the match lit under them yet. Well, certainly certainly not by the end of season one, but. Um, I don't know how much of that you watched, but uh, I think it was about half the first time I watched it. I need okay. to jump back in and watch it. Um, I mean, by the by the end of the first season, Riddler is becoming sort of much more a, a thing. You can see him starting mm. to get more and more dangerous. Penguin is uh, on the up and up, uh, certainly within the the crime families, mm. and and very much sort of sliming his way up that ladder. <laughs> Um, I can't remember if we see any more of Poison Ivy. She does appear in that first episode. I I suspect it, not because she's a child at the beginning. I feel like that's one of is. those we're setting up for when Batman is grown up things. Yeah, I I can't remember if she if she pops up again. But even just as a sort of passing yeah. in the street type character, obviously there's there's quite a lot of uh, Selena Kyle. Yeah, young Catwoman um, feeding the cats. And witnessing the uh, the murder of the Waynes. Mm. Um, if you like Batman, and weirdly I don't, but I do quite like Gotham. Yeah, it's it's a nice, slightly more grounded side story that I think focuses on people who are a bit more relatable and a little less. Mm. I'm depressed. I'm gonna beat you all up. I'm gonna beat up all the villains. I'm Batman. Yeah, it's a little less of that. Yeah, and it, it I, I like that it humor. It, not necessarily humanizes, but that it it digs into the origins a little bit of some of these villains, oh. so that they they feel like they have a bit more texture. They didn't just drop yeah. into the world. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What have you been watching? Well, I I finally got round to watching the second part of season two of The Good Place. <gasps> Ooh, what did you? More, please, more, please, yeah. more, more, Good Place, more, <sighs> more, Good Place, place, please, thank. <laughs> Please thank. Go- Very good. <laughs> going spoiler free, I think that like they were never going to beat the twist at the end of season one. They were never going to have like a bigger end of season thing than that. But I think they did a very good job of ending this season on a high note and going, oh, okay, I see where this story continues. <clears> oh <throat> no, I'm I, I'm, and it seems so abrupt as well. I think maybe because we had had that sort of a. I'd only just started watching The Good Place just before Christmas, and the first half of the second series was already out. Yeah, and it was like brief hiatus over over the festive period. So that was we watched. We started watching it together, didn't we? we? Did. Yeah, we were very sort we of like watch. just looking for something that looked lighthearted to watch, and I don't think either of us expected to like it this much. What can we put on while we dilate? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dilation TV. Yes, there has been. There was a great need for that last year. Less yes. so now. Yeah, now now it's every now and then. But there was a, a while where it's like, what was it we were listening to? I, I know this is not the bleak listening. expectations. Bleak expectations, which is fantastic, hilarious radio four was sort radio of four? A comedy drama series. Uh, that that was dilation radio for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, yeah, books are good like that. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the end of the good place or just? Um, more please. More, more please. Um, it was a bit abrupt. I I was yeah. quite shocked to find that that was it when Netflix was like, and now a trailer for something completely different. No, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, more good place. I, I agree. More good place, please. I agree with that, but like, <laughs> I'm kind of okay with being left like desperate for more. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm glad that that season ended. I'm like, more please. More please. More well, please. I hope that's. I hope that that will be more positive and draw more people in because we've seen that uh, a show that one can love and other people can love, like Dirk Gently, can just get cancelled. <gasps> oh, I know. I we need Dirk Gently to come back for a season three. We need it. Plus, it needs. It plus needs. Please, more weirding to connect with stuff. Plus, ah, <laughs> uh, so have you watched anything else? Uh, I watched a couple of things. Uh, yes. n- none of them I've completed. So, a uh, quick update on Tokyo Ghoul Watch. Uh, I watched a couple more episodes of that. Season two's still mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, they took it in a direction I did not expect. I'm Ooh. still enjoying it. Yes. They're, they're posing some very interesting questions about 
the morality of eating meat. Um, okay. In terms of like, hey, how how do you justify how do you justify eating meat when you can communicate with the creature whose meat you're eating? Which is like, okay, okay. that's that's. I'm glad that they 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 addressed that. Uh, so yeah, I, I watched some of that, and the other thing quickly I watched was uh, the new season. I think it's season five of Voltron on Netflix came out, and uh-huh. it's only six or so episodes long, twenty minutes an episode, so it's only a couple of hours. I've watched the first three episodes of season five. That show continues to be very good. Um, For anyone who's unaware, the Netflix Voltron series is ostensibly a kid's show, kind of. Uh, It feels more like an anime made in America in that, Mm. like, it feels like it's aimed at, like, a young adult audience. And a lot of the themes they deal with are, like, very well handled, difficult themes. Um... The animation is gorgeous. They have a really good diverse cast. The voice acting's great. It's got really good sense of humor. It's basically just Power Rangers in space. It's a group of teen kid people in their magic flying robots go through space, save the world with the big robot. And as someone that loved Power Rangers growing up, I'm very into this. (laughs) So. So is this series... Because I know, I know there was talk previously of, of a series that had clearly been broken into two parts. Yes, this is clearly the second half of that series. Oh, okay. So, wow. yeah, season four was like, oh, that ended very abruptly, out of nowhere. Ah, season five has started. It's a very short season, probably because it's half of season four. Okay, wow. Because I, I, I thought that had happened quite a while ago. I didn't realise that was still it, the thing. I yeah. think it was season four that did that, but... Yeah, it's it's. I don't know how the season's going to end yet. I've not finished it, but like they did a good job of catching people back up. If you didn't remember what happened at the end of season four, of at least going, hey, without having to show you, let's contextually remind you where we're at. Okay. But yeah, I really recommend that show very highly. Um, I'm not always a fan of the CGI they use for the big giant robot. Occasionally, okay. that looks a little bit floaty, but the 2D animation. <laughs> And 2D animated fight scenes are gorgeous. Mm. Uh, and it just has a really good sense of humour and diverse team and everything. Mm. Woo. What about you? Have nice. you watched anything else? Nope, that's your lot. Ha ha. Hello, good evening and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio Live News. I'm Sally Marifat. And I'm Sarah What's-Her-Face. Tonight... A person cries tears of pure joy as they hug their cat after they're reunited after a long day at work. Someone at work decides that it'd be a nice idea to give someone else they work with a cake. Not for any particular reason, they just thought they could do with one. The sun shone down today in a very pleasant manner that made lots of people smile. There was a very pleasant breeze today which made other people happy as well. A small child enjoyed swimming with friends. Another small child stayed at home with friends and played video games. A cat found a nice sunbeam to lie in and had a very pleasant time, and the dog did not try to bother it. A different dog found a very big stick and was absolutely ecstatic. A turtle got a particularly large piece of lettuce and chewed on it thoughtfully in a very pleasing manner. Someone at a supermarket with only two items was offered to go in front of the person in front of them because honestly they had a bunch of stuff in a in a you know in a trolley and they were not done unpacking it yet so they said just go ahead. Oh. Oh. Wow, it's it's been really positive news day. I know. If only news was like this every day. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Bye. Guppies. Right. Attention, pliers! We only have one shot at this. We're going to have to make it count. Now, do you all know why you're here today? Uh, we were shoved in the bag uh, when they got to work. Indeed, and here is the the, the key factor here. They put them in in a relatively organised manner. They put us cables in this bag. You know, they tried to fold them around their hand a bit so that they'd be in a bit of a circle. They did everything they could in order to uh, prevent us tangling, but... This, this is our chance. We can catch them unawares. They they went out of their way to go, we're mm. not going to let these tangle, and that's mm. just like, mm. this is our moment to strike. So, Mischief. are you ready for plan 
tangle ourselves up magically and instantly so that we can defeat the humans because they will waste all their time untangling us. I found a way to actually pass through other bits of cable. Oh my goodness, this is amazing technology, Jenkins. Can you pass? Can you? Do you have prototypes that you can pass around to the others? Impossible knots. We shall all pass through each other in unusual ways. Indeed. And we shall never work out how exactly it was that we managed to get quite so. Oh, indeed. And you know that little bit where you can sort of pull the, the wires apart and have a bigger space, uh, you know, where the wires aren't connected before they meet? Mm. Um, we're just going to pull that the whole way down. I know that oh, they don't yeah. want that, but just while we're untangled, just to... Because then it's two separate wires, not one, and that mm. makes it twice as hard to undo. Yes, yes. Uh, we've been also talking to the, the flat cable that's in for something else, oh, and yes. uh, and uh, we have an iPhone charger in here too. We're oh. thinking about all getting together to form one massive plate of spaghetti. Oh, goodness, I am very on board with this plan. I'm, I'm glad that we finally got the truce settled between the flat cable and the iOS cable and ourselves, the headphone cables. This is this is going to be our finest hour. Ready, Especially everyone? Since the flat cables claims to be tangle-free. Oh, <laughs> it may be tangle-free by itself, but it can be a mighty big part of our tangle now. All in this together, All one mighty this. tangle. Right now, everyone, ready? ready? <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> Right, so what have you been listening to this week? Uh, lots and lots of breakbeat and new school breaks. Tell me about tell me about these. <clears throat> well, you remember we, I was talking about how I'd particularly enjoyed a mix or feel like jumping on that John Bongley mm, mix. Yes. Uh, I, I messaged John and <gasps> asked him which version it is, and it was the Crafty Cuts Ed Solo uh, breaks mix. I'm I'm so... really happy to hear that like John Bongley is contactable and and helpful with these matters. Well, I'm I'm glad to because I was very happy to be able to hear that track again. <laughs> um, I listened to that on repeat a bit. <laughs> um, that got me listening to a bit more sort of breakbeat and uh, and new school breaks. So I listened to the Crafty Cuts uh, BBC Radio One Essential Mix, Ooh. which is a, a about a two hour long break breaks mix. Mm. It's very good. Uh, <laughs> one track particularly liked off of there was uh, Hazy Way uh, by Alex Dolby, the mm-hmm. Evil Nine remix. Lots. It's good breaks tune. <laughs> More of that, please. Um, listen to a couple of other sort of not terribly interestingly named New School Breaks mixes on, on YouTube. Um, I think the most recent one was just called New School Breaks Mix. <laughs> <laughs> Very helpful. Uh, um, yeah. Um, and pe- some people aren't terribly uh, exciting at naming their stuff, but still good stuff. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, Popular New School Breaks by Breakbeat 2018. Uh, the, or the ch- on the Breakbeat 2018 channel. Um, and I listened to uh, Knights of Cydonia, uh, <gasps> oh. Grammatic Remix, uh, which is very nice. Um Breaks mix of uh, of Knights of Sidonia, by the way, uh, by the Muse. Why did I say White Stripes? <laughs> I would. Li- I got I, seven. Na- I got Seven Nation Army stuck in my head. Yeah, I, I, I would like a it. White Stripes cover of that. It'd be interesting. I cannot imagine that in my head. I, I don't know how that would work, but I'd be interested to see them try. <laughs> Somebody get on that. <laughs> Pres- what about you? What have you used? Uh, what have I been listening to? I took one of your recommendations this past Ooh. week and I listened to some Drexia, which is that um, nice. Afrofuturism. Was that the... Uh, uh, Afrofuturist ambient. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, there's one track in particular I've been really loving uh, from them this week, which is Andrean Ooh. Sand Dunes. Uh, basically, like, this, this band is a really good band, like, if you're the kind of person like me who likes to have music quietly going while you work and ideally something without too many words, mm. Drexia make just really nice, chill, relaxed uh, beats with a nice like melodic line behind them that, oh, I could just, l- yeah, just ambient lines behind them that I could just listen to them on loop all day. In fact, that's what I did mm. today. I listened <laughs> to Drexia just all day while I worked. Any particular albums, or uh, just listening to individual so, tracks? Uh, I was quite enjoying particularly Neptune's Lair. 
mm-hmm. was one of the albums that I really enjoyed. Uh, nice. I had a couple of tracks, Andre and Sand Dunes, Species of mm-hmm. the Pod was from that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I quite like Neptune's Lair as an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, other things I've listened to. Um, I've been really into an artist called Levi the Poet uh, this week, who mm-hmm. I've listened to like isolated songs of theirs before, but I went and like found a few more of them. Um, yeah. A lot of his music is spoken word sort of beat poetry over just um, a single piano line. Hmm. It's very like, here is a piano, I'm going to do my beat poetry. Like, you you want to be like reading through lyrics while you go, that sort of thing. Yeah, I've been really enjoying an album of his called Correspondence Brackets A Fiction. And okay. it is a series of like letters written from the perspective of one person going through a series of times in their life. Um, And it tells a really powerful story that I highly recommend. Like it's, it's worth a listen. Uh, Nice. There's that. And a couple of just like random track recommendations. Um, I really enjoyed a track called traffic by denim blue and McLean Keith. And a track mm-hmm. called Scott B- uh, Scott Pilgrim versus my G- GPA by Mom Jeans. Mm. So those those are just two random track recommendations I have this week. And what sort of style are they? Uh, uh, so Scott Pilgrim versus my GPA is very like acoustic guitar, like one male singer and an acoustic guitar doing like the uh, my voice is trembling because emotions voice, mm. but like the good kind. Like, it doesn't seem forced, it seems nice and sincere. And Traffic is, um... I don't know how to describe this one. It's got a really nice, like, strong beat behind it that's, like, not too sharp, it's just, like, a gentle, thudding beat driving it, and then a lot of... Mm. Again, a lot of ambient stuff, somewhat like Drexia, but with a Mm -hmm. sort of rap vocal lyric line over it. Mm. Uh, It's very chilled. It's very nice. I I like it very much. So yeah, that nice. that would be the things I've listened to. Have you listened to anything else? That's all my listenings. Huzzah! Hello, uh, you join us here today for another day of, of sports on on Channel Sport. Indeed, we are here on Channel Sport to, to preside over yet another sport. We have to preside over a lot of sports while we do our thing and... Occasionally we come into the booth and don't entirely know what sport it is we're commentating over, but it's fine. Whatever this sport is, we will let you know what's going on in it. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, there are people coming out now. I think that's, uh, I think that's, goodness, there's a lot of them. Uh, that's, oh, that's... oh no, that's just some kind of fire evacuation? No, no, I think this is part of the Ooh. setup for the first round. They have ah. to they have to do the ceremonial, very large team enters the field and then leaves mm. to a fire alarm and then comes back in. I think nice. I think that's a part yep. of the sport. Yep. It's it's how yep. we organize who's who's organized enough to be on the court. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, uh yes. I, I think this is a kickoff. The the, the oh. ball has moved. Yep. Oh, oh, and someone's blowing a whistle. Uh, th- th- there are now two balls. Someone threw in a second ball. I think that's maybe what the whistle was for. Okay, so I guess it's a multi-ball situation. Oh. Everything to play for here. Oh no, uh, the ref very angrily came and took the other ball away. I guess we weren't supposed to have the second ball in the first place. There does seem to be an awful lot of pointing and, and throwing around of, of large mats. I'm not sure. Uh, they're trying okay. to, I think they're trying to find where the point scoring happens. Right. Yep. Okay. Okay. And 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 several of them are fighting over the ball, and they seem to be dragging slowly towards one end of the pitch court. I I assume they're going towards where the points happen. Maybe towards point. Towards point. And and they they've thrown it in a thing at the end. I think that's a goal. Yes. Oh, 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 no, oh no no. People seem very very oh, angry about no, that. No, we they were oh. definitely not supposed to throw the ball in the thing. Um. No. Oh dear. Is this some kind of penalty? Possibly. They, I, I, they, yeah. oh, everything's getting a little bit hectic and violent. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not sure that we can, we, we're adequately prepared for this sport. No, indeed. What's, what, now there are inflatables. They're, they're hitting each other with large inflatable hammers. Uh, there's a scoreboard. Uh, oh, there's, there is a scoreboard. Yes, the left team has 
eight points. The right team has seventy six thousand. That's that's a good number of points. Seventy seventy seven thousand. Un- unless this is like golf and you want to have the lowest score. So well, that now they're losing points. I, um, I, I think we should retire this for today. Uh, thank yes, you very I'd... much for tuning into sports. Yes, enjoy this. All oh, the blowing whistles now. I I can't uh, look away. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> goodness no! Can't What's be... going on now? What? Why? Why did they even bring us in? Is there not like a cheat sheet here? I don't know. It's a. I don't know. I think. I think we're bad at this. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's just slide out. <laughs> no one notices. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are gathered here in the sight of all the, these lovely people dressed beautifully for the wedding of these two wonderful queer people. And now, if you will speak your vows. I promise never to fart unless I really have to around you, and at least then I'll like try and waft it away from you. I promise never to sell a tape you to an orange. I promise never to put you in the fridge. It's cold in there. I promise to build a giant effigy of you. I promise to destroy all of your enemies with a giant robot. I promise to lick a tissue and then use it to wipe marks off your face. I promise to kiss you at least once a week on the elbow. I promise to jiggle near you when you're sad. I promise to vibrate near you when you're sad. I promise to feed you Skittles when we're lying together watching films. I promise to feed me Skittles when we're lying down watching films. I promise to teach you to dance to Scalmold. I promise to teach you how to dance to Guar. I promise to hold your hair back when you're being sick. I promise to only jump out and scare you from behind a corner, like, when it's absolutely really vital. I promise to scratch the bits of your back that you can't reach. I promise to scratch the bits of your back that you can reach. I promise not to leave your toy rabbit in the fridge. I promise... Thank you for that promise. Uh, It's cold in there. (laughs) I promise to promise more promises at future times of promising. And I promise to make so many promises that I cannot possibly uh, make all of them work and that this is a little bit of a futile uh, uh, process. And maybe I should just say that I'll be nice to you. Ladies, I think that's probably enough vows. Uh, If if anyone knows of any good reason why these two should not be wedded, please speak now or keep your fucking mouth shut. Excellent. Then you, you, kiss, you're done. Marriage! (laughs) 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 I couldn't help but blow raspberries on you. Hee hee hee. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brucial. Brucial justice, brucial justice warriors. Uh, hello, how are you doing? How are you doing today? Uh, I'm not so bad, Larry. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right, Barry. How's your week been going? Yeah, well, you know, it's been a been a heavy news week, really, isn't it? Oh, there's been a lot going on, isn't there? Yeah, especially uh, especially them poor folk in the trans community. Oh, I know. What's what's the what's the nonsense going on this week with them? Well, you know, I think the, the one particular thing that's been coming up that annoys me as uh, just in general as a phrase, people who refer to being trans as a lifestyle choice. Oh, oh I know that old chestnut. A lifestyle choice, you know, it's a it's a thing you choose because it's it, oh, absolutely, you know, that's. All the things that come along with that in society today are definitely a thing you would just choose. Absolutely, yeah. You know, you you want to be, you know, hounded out of a, a job on an advisory committee simply because, you know, you're trans and among other things. Okay, there were other circumstances involved in that. I won't be the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 here's the thing. I get what you mean. Like, it's... 
no one wants to go into a situation where they're going to have an elevated risk of being unemployed, where they're going to have an elevated risk of being harassed. Uh, you know, these Clean are up. not things that you look at and go, yeah, that's a choice I'm going to make. You know, this is a thing that just is, it, you know. It's, Ooh, it's you know what? I haven't thing. been recently. I haven't been the target target of abuse in the street. Oh. You know what? Maybe I'll just start transitioning. You know, I'll, I'll go through an awful lot of grief with doctors, or you know, lose most of my friends as a result of that. Uh, I might be uh, ostracised by large chunks of my family. Yeah, that seems like a, an excellent choice. Oh, indeed. And here's the thing: like, look, I, it, it's easy to harp on the negatives when we when we get on this point. Like, you know. It is entirely valid to go, I think I would be happier if I were not as the gender I'm currently presenting at, and to that be a choice you make. But that's not the connotation of saying that, like, you know, calling it a lifestyle choice. The, the, The way it's phrased is always in a very derisive way that suggests it's like, you know, this came completely out of nowhere and that, like, you... You know, the the implication is that you wanted some kind of societal gain out of transition, and that's just not a thing. Exactly, exactly, was, and and I think most trans women will be able to tell you this that uh, although they've they've not necessarily felt uh, part of uh, the 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 male dominated world that they have uh, found themselves born into, and uh, and and forced to, in in many ways to uh, align themselves with throughout their lives, you know, depending on how long they've been in the closet or or or, or whatever. But uh, you know, they they then suddenly find themselves that in the place of where where that doesn't exist, and that uh, lack of uh, even perceived privilege can be very different. Suddenly find that people are being uh, that just people are just talking over to them. Over oh, them, indeed, because that's just how they treat other other women. Oh, even indeed. other women. Oh, indeed, indeed, and it's it's you know, there's all these things that come along part and parcel with transition, and I think that when when the phrase like you know describing it as a lifestyle choice is one of those things where it just it just diminishes like the larger picture. It tries to boil this down to like the implication that oh you're transitioning because somehow that's going to get you some kind of special privilege in society, and it's like yeah, you know, it makes trans people feel better and more comfortable in themselves but that does come with drawbacks so it's the kind of thing you do because you're like yeah i gotta do this well and a lot lot of trans people very much feel that it is a case of i transition or i kill myself hence the suicide rates of trans people are so incredibly high indeed and it's you know it's just a dismissive phrase and i think that there are better ways to say like in more nuanced ways what the point that's trying to be made when people throw that term around? Exactly. Exactly. Are you got anything else to add to this, or is that that good chat? No, I think we've managed to make this quite succinct for oh, us. For once, we had a good succinct <laughs> chat. Oh, oh, that's been good. So, oh, oh, Barry, hope you have a good evening. Yeah, you, you got any here? Uh, got any plans? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go play that 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 video game Celeste about about a woman climbing a mountain and dealing with her anxiety. It's a very yeah, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that's very yeah, good. very emotional really review about it. Very, very emotionally healthy game. Nice, nice. Right. More of that, please. Well, right, see, see you later. Enjoy, yeah, later. Well, that leaves me to ask the question: Do you need a bra? Yes, I do. Do you need a bra that is made uncomfortable by your inability to have complete trust or confidence in something? Yes. I find your lack of faith disturbing, brah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you need a bra that requests that you return one sixtieth of a minute back to it? Definitely. Gives it gives a second bra. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like. Do you need a bra that will encourage self-investigation for unexpected lumps or swelling? Yes. Check yourself, bra. <laughs> Do you need a bra that will alert you when you've accidentally reached a dead end in a in a series of roads? I do. No way, bra. No way, bra. No way, bra. Do you need a bra that will identify excellent percussion? Yes. And some fat beats, bra. <laughs> uh, uh, do you need a bra that reminds you when to uh, stop exercising your pets? I do? Give it a rest, brah.
<laughs> well then. <laughs> I think that just about does it for today. Hooray! That's been another Ooh. episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. Woo! Uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Now's the time when we do self-promotion. Jane, where are you are at? Where you are at? Where you are at on the internet? I am at Maniac Janiac on Twitter, Maniac Janiac on YouTube. I can be found at StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, and I'm Janeris Magnet on SoundCloud, where you may or may not be listening to this now. What about you? Where are you? Hmm? Tell us, tell us all the things. I will tell you all the things. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz most places on the internet. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter. Laura K. Buzz on YouTube. I don't know why I'm doing this voice, but it's begun, (laughs) so it'll stay now. You can also find me Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 at kotaku.co.uk. You can find me on seasons 3 and 4 of Dice Funk, and you can find me probably more places. That was fun. Very good. <laughs> Some t- this is the problem with me and you is occasionally just like a voice will happen for a second and then we just stick with it. It doesn't take much time. Yeah, no. As soon as no, you start that all... voice, I go into this voice too. No, no, oh, yes. no. Well, thank you. For... Before we have another sherry and talk oh, about yeah. it. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for listening to this episode of Queen and Pleasant Strangers. And until next time, be a stranger. Be a stranger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>